good? We on? We recording? We on. We on. We're on. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in uh, to another episode of Hashtag. I'm your host, Mike Escamilla. Today in studio, we have a uh, guest, Famo. He's a uh, he's a local rapper based out of... East Chicago, Indiana. East Chicago. East Chicago. Um, Famo, how you doing today, my man? I'm good, man. What's going on? I appreciate you guys having me today. Busy, busy day. Today, yesterday, all the Every food. Day. Every day, every day. day. Yeah, <laughs> every day. How was your Thanksgiving? I was good, man. I spent the time with the family, uh, visited some people on Crown Point, and that's about it, man. Chilled, watched the Bears win. Ooh, that Bears victory. Yeah. That was, uh, I was honestly, I, I, I was kind of impressed with that, to tell you the truth. I didn't think that they were going to pull that off. Yeah, they everybody, were losing. Everybody was impressed. And plus the Bills won, too. I was cool with that. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I hate Dallas. But uh, hey, just kind of uh, getting into things, um, just kind of just let everybody know just a little bit about you. Yeah, man. I'm an artist uh, out of East Chicago, Indiana. Um, finally taking my, my craft serious. I've been at it since I uh, was 18. And I'm putting actually an album together. Um, it's going to come out on January 14th. It's going to be called Ileana. Um, it's going to have either around 12-ish tracks. Um, when everything's finalized, I'm going to go through the order and then pick it up from there. But... uh yeah, I got some homies called the Play Brothers, who actually made all my beats. And uh, my boy Derek, uh, Derish Music, he uh, pr- actually engineered everything. But uh, other than that, man, I'm I'm excited. I got a lot coming your guys' way. Um, I'm basically trying to be different from everybody else, doing things differently. And when I when I hit, just just be ready. That's all I gotta say. That's kind of the attitude I like to see from. Uh some good local talent. Um, you got any shows coming out? Coming up? Um, I actually, I'm working on a, a, a listening party where I'm gonna perform some of my songs. Um, that's all in the works. I can't give out full details, but once again, it's gonna be here in January. Uh, obviously, it's gonna be before the album comes out, so it's gonna be early January. Now, what exactly got you into rap? Um, actually, I don't, um, I've always been in hip hop. But I kind of went into a rock stage with my brother when he was in his band. And then I kept writing. I've always wrote, always wrote. And then uh, I had a homie heard, who actually heard me write some rhymes. And he's like, man, you're, you're talented, but you just need a little tweaks, little tweaks here and there. And I would guess in, in Star Wars terms, I came as bad one. And he was like my, you know, my Jedi master. And he crafted me, and I kept at it, at it, and here we are today. So you kind of been doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't no overnight thing. And anybody who thinks success comes overnight, they're full of shit. Only thing that comes overnight is a lottery win. That's about it. A lottery win? Yeah, man. They lottery, lottery win. Yeah. I guess we're all, uh, you know, shooting to be lottery winners with something that we love to do. That's kind of how I like to describe things as well. Um you mentioned something about you were in a rock band? Yeah, yeah. I was in a long, long time ago, many moons ago, I was in a rock band called The Rise of the Fallen with my brother. What did you do? Uh, I was a vocalist. I was a screamer. Yeah, yeah. I was deep into that shit, too. I was in the pit. I was in the in the crowd going crazy. What? That's, <laughs> that honestly kind of mind boggles me. You go yeah. from heavy to... Hip hop, hip hop rap. Lyrics, man. If you go right, I'm attracted to anything with dope writing. So I'm making the assumption you probably weren't too uh, 
later on you didn't really like doing the whole hardcore nah just the scene changed uh i changed you know i was only 15 16 so you tend to grow up and you grow different paths do you have any of that old music available I want to have to check that out if you have some somewhere. The last time I heard that music was a video on MySpace. Like, we had music on MySpace, but then they ended up getting a a different singer, and they put different music on there. Oh, so they took everything off. MySpace changed completely. Remember those days, MySpace. The MySpace days. The more friends, you were cooler. I had a little uh, garage band, I guess, if you want to put it that way, back in the MySpace (laughs) days. I just played guitar. I mean, that was my thing. I was always just kind of into... You know, uh, doing that, but I, I come from a whole family of musicians. That's dope. Well, kind of, sort of. Um, more so, my dad's a drummer, my brother's a drummer. Um, I started picking up on drums at a young age, but I was like, eh, this ain't for me. I like, you know, Jimi Hendrix and Steve yeah. Ray Vaughan. I like seeing how they play. So that's what I want to shoot for. Um, what are some of your uh, inspirations, um. influences? Well, Whether if it's like musically, personally, just things that you know you feel made you want to pursue this more. Um, honestly, my family, man. Um, that's what. If anybody don't know, FAMO stands for Family Music Only. Um, and everybody always told me, "What's up, fam? What's up, fam?" I'm like, "Yo, that makes sense." And I know I make an acronym out of it, but yeah, my family, um, my kids. They, they. When I hear them singing my songs, that means a lot to me. Um, when I hear my my brother tell me, "Oh, I can see your growth. I can see you expanding. You're doing really good," and my brother was always into music. Once again, I was in a band with him. He was a badass guitarist. Um, and my family's all into music. I couldn't play an instrument. My life depended on me. Like I fuck around with it, but I, I'm not good at it at all. But my family, my kids. Um, honestly, I love the spotlight. I love people singing my music. Like. I had a couple of shows when I had a group called Non-Believers, and I love being commemorated after a show. Like, yo, you did your thing. Those lyrics were dope. You know, that that makes me feel good as a person. That's my goal, to get out in the world and have other people sing my music. And when I perform, they can fucking sing my music, and I don't even have to perform. That's a great feeling. Now, you mentioned Non-Believers. Yeah. How long was that a thing for? Um, I would say two years. Uh, we had a mixtape come out. We actually had a music video, and we did quite a few shows. We did it at the Forge in Joliet. Okay. Uh, we had a really good homie, who really good connect, who put us on multiple, multiple shows and showed mad love for us, so appreciate that. Kind of wish I would have went to go check out one of those shows. I've kind of known you for a while, but like I said, I never knew that you were into music. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, I'm a quiet guy, man. That's what I said. I, I've been working behind the scenes, and one of my songs said, I'm no longer behind the curtains. It's time I steal the show. I'm done watching from behind the curtains, from the sidelines, whatever you want to call it. I'm the main act, and you guys will see it pretty soon. You think this is something that you want to stick with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time I invested, all my blood and sweat I put into this, yeah, most definitely. Now, you've been on this whole rap thing for a while, but like, have you ever thought about like maybe adding something new to it like have you thought of maybe like collabing with maybe some sort of rock group kind of bringing that 90s i'm always open to sound back uh i'm very old school um i mean i'm jeweler t's voice to five nine uh coogee rap master ace juice crew tribe i'm very very old school um i'm open to anything it's just um you gotta catch me at the right time i guess you can say 
not everything happens in order. Um, it is what it is. I take my life day by day. And uh, just catch me, and I'm always open to doing anything. I'm always open to doing anything. At some point later on, <laughs> I got something for you. We'll discuss it later on in the show, but I wanna, I'm going to kind of put you to a test. All right, We're going to keep it as a surprise for the listeners that are going to be that are uh, tuning into this right now. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, where was I going to get at here? Oh, do you like uh, do you got any like merch? Maybe. Um, or, actually, that's another thing. Merch? I'm looking to have hoodies and shirts done. Um, I meant to ask that a while yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're good. Um, yeah, I'm looking to have some hoodies and shirts done. I already got designs made. Um, I had a couple buddies who helped me out with that. Um. Shout out to my boy Chen Ops and his boy, uh, I think it was J-Real. I could be wrong. I'm terrible with names. But I know my boy Chen Ops hooked me up with that. Um, made a badass logo. Um, like I said, it's just a couple of hoodies and a couple of shirts is what I'm trying to do. And I'm, hopefully I'm going to have that for the release party. And the hoodie's just going to say FAMO? Yeah, it's going to have FAMO. It's going to have a nice little design. Um, it's going to have a mic at the end, too. It's 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 sick. I'm just trying to I, give out too I, much details. I could kind of picture that, so I'm like, wow, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not trying to give out too much details. <clears throat> I like everything to be a surprise. Yeah, I mean, surprises are always good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out with things like that. Stickers, things nah, like that stickers too? Ain't, or? Nah, I feel stickers. like stickers are always kind of a cool thing. Like they if are, like if you're but like it's... A, musician like a rapper or your band you know you want to have like a sticker out there around here i rather people just wear my shirts and a hoodie downtown i start a little bigger then i'll, I'll get stickers put them motherfuckers on light poles put it on mailboxes then you'll see my name around we uh we had this uh band out here when was that last week early this week sometime they're they're uh they're based out of ham they're called the closets and they gave closets. us some stickers some flyers and Weirdest thing ever that I've ever seen merch from a band, but it's kind of cool because it's like, it's obscure. And it was a garbage can, a plastic garbage can with their logo on it, front and back. What? It's kind of cool. <laughs> was their logo a fucking hanger? Yep. That's I like that. I like that. It's just, I mean, it it's simple, but I was, uh, I was kind of describing it like, that's cool. That would be perfect if you guys were just, you know, like a, like a rock duo. Yeah. Or something, because it's like, it has like this two design to it. Yeah. Just like that's. It'd be dope if it made like a, a a C or something like that, like for like oh firing out a way to make a C and then put the hanger within the C. Like an old school hanger. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> An old school style. Yeah, that actual big C. Remember, I said that shit first. So if they have that logo <laughs> later, I'm coming for their ass. <laughs> Send out like a cease and desist. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> um, musically though. Uh, cause I know everybody has like their influences. I mean, like for me growing up for like me being like a musician and stuff, I mean, I was Hendrix, Steve Ray Vaughan, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers, Deftones, things like that. What gets you musically as an influence? Oh man. Um, so as far as industry wise, current today, J. Cole, Kendrick, um, game. Uh, Eminem's actually last album was pretty pretty sick, but Underground Man I give you a ton of names: Sky Zoo, Apollo Brown with his nasty ass beats, Rhapsody, um, that whole Jam Squad and the Soul Council, Pete Rock, uh, Master Ace, Marco Polo. I can go on for days with this man, but uh, yeah, those cats man and Joel Ortiz. Shout out to Joel Ortiz and Royce. 
um their albums man the way they just design music the way they the way they architect their words man it's 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 inspiring it it challenges me every day i'm like you know what if i'm not better than these guys nobody else is going to listen to me and i love a challenge i love love a challenge that's also part of the thing that I have here later on. A challenge for you. <laughs> um, I do know before uh, we had started the show, you're going to have some uh, one of the songs off your track. We'll get to that, obviously, a bit later on. But yeah, it's going to be a freestyle. Um, I actually wrote it partially on my way here and on my lunch break yesterday. So, yeah, it's going to be a nice little freestyle that I'm going to have for you guys on the album, too. Homie uh, Play Brothers once again, hooked me up with the beat. I was like, yo, you got to give that to me. He's like, nah, bro, I gave you beats. I need you to finish those. I'm like, those aren't finished, but let me get this. Let me get this. And he's like, he finally gave in. And I was like, yo, thank you. And then I wrote some bars right then and there. Wow. <laughs> so you can just think of it that quick. You yeah. Can just... Once I hear a beat, man, I'm in that zone. There ain't no stopping me. And if you watch documentaries, like when Jay-Z's in his zone, when uh, Kanye's in his zone, those guys, man, you see it. And it's just, it's a feeling that takes over you, man. And I don't know, I, I get people ask me all the time, like, how the fuck did you think of that, bro? It's just, I don't know, man. When I hear a dope-ass beat, I'm just, I'm in a zone. I'm, I'm focused. I know Rakim's like that, too. He, uh, I heard a rumor, I don't know if it's true, but maybe one day he'll tell me in person if it is true. It'll be dope. Um, he never writes rhymes unless he hears a beat first. That's what I heard. That's the word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street is, you know what? I'm going to spice this up. We're going to let you do your tracks in the show. We're going to rap battle. What? I've never actually battled anybody, and my freestyling will probably suck. <laughs> but I'm open for challenges, too. Yeah, and you'll, you'll probably just kick my ass in that anyway. I don't know, man. I ain't battled in, like, fucking eight years. At, at least you got to have a taste of it. <laughs> I never have. All right, all right, yeah, I accept the challenge. Let's I go. think I think maybe at at one point, maybe in like 2011, I tried jotting some stuff down. Oh shit! And I feel like maybe it would have went somewhere if I kept pushing it. <clears throat> but I personally, I've never liked the way I've sounded like to like do music and stuff. Yeah, I had like recordings um, years ago that I just used on a shitty PlayStation microphone and. <laughs> Some stolen program off gotta, of LimeWire. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, bro. You got to start somewhere. You do. But I I, um, I was doing everything like overdubbing. What? So like I would like record like my instrumentals first and I would try to sing to those. And then like I hear them now and I'm like, holy shit, I fucking sounded horrible. <laughs> Voice is all like nice and like, like whiny and stuff. You're going to laugh at this. <laughs> you remember the movie Home Alone? I do. Um, I think it was part two when he had that fucking little tape recorder. And he recorded his uncle in the shower. Oh yeah, bro. You see, I no, that's in Home Alone one. Is it one? Oh, yeah, it's part two. It's part two, right? No, because in part one is yeah, when yeah, he had part it. Two. He was like, "I'm gonna smack you silly," and he had the recording plan in New York because they were in a hotel. I know that exactly. Oh yeah, that, that was because that's when they were all trying to look for him. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Get out of here, you nosy little pervert!" Before I slap <laughs> you silly. <laughs> yeah, but, that uh, is my movie. I had one of those. Uh, my mom got it. I used to beg her like four years. Straight, like, give me one of those those. And uh, she got one off a garage sale, I think it was. And I put batteries in that motherfucker, uh, stole a tape from Walgreens, I think it was, or the corner store, and on the boulevard, and uh, popped that mug in there. And you could, 
I don't have it. I don't know whatever happened to it, but I used to bust rhymes on there just to fuck around. I was like, oh, I want to I hear my voice. That's when Famo started rapping. On, I got to find the name of that fucking cassette recorder. There was a name for it. There, th- There's a really distinct name because I remember at one point in my life, I wanted one, but I never got the opportunity to have one. Thank you, whoever sold it in the garage sale. Yeah, Changed right? my life. <laughs> Changed my life. Um, but see, like for me, like I was always kind of behind on technology. So when I was, you know, like third, fourth grade, the peak of CD players, portable CD players, those oh, things are badass. They are. I, uh, I had a Walkman tape player. What? I never had a Walkman. I had um, an original Walkman. I always had hand-me-downs for my brother's CD players. That's what mine was. <laughs> and he used to get pissed off because I used to steal his CDs. He had the dopest rock CD collection. He had Tool, Perfect Circle, Thrice, um, Incubus, which Drive was, or uh, Make Yourself was one of my favorite CDs by Incubus. That's a good one. And he used to get so pissed because I would take them and just replay them and play them and I'll fall asleep and drop it. And the CD would get scratched up. <laughs> I used to kick my ass all the time. See, I don't think I got a CD player until... No, maybe <laughs> maybe fourth grade I had one. <laughs> he said but that was shit. That was uh yeah, it was whenever nine eleven happened. I can't remember exactly where it was. Yeah. yeah. Well no, no, no. Like I'm saying, like I, I can't remember like what grade I was in. But I remember I had one C D player, but it wasn't the portable one. I still had a Walkman. But uh my dad, for some reason or another, he just had like these boxes of just like these plank cassette tapes. So I would go and I'd pick a couple out. And I'd put on like original Q101, oh, 947 The Drive. Yeah. And I would. Back when Mankind was on Q101. That was a shit, right? Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. I will always love Mankind. Mankind was uh, one of the people that kind of got me into trying to do this. <clears throat> and Howard Stern. Yeah. Those yeah. were two people that, like, I'm not saying I looked up to them, but I'm like. They encouraged you, they inspired you. Yeah. yeah. That's like personal inspirations for me. Um, I I know that's totally I I can't say that's off topic because like nobody gives a damn about me but no no I don't think no one's ever really like knew like why I wanted to do this um, I know at some point in like 2012 me and my nephew tried doing a radio show on Spreaker dot com oh oh we had no microphones we had no headphones we had my laptop with the internal mic <laughs> and that was it rough they rough. gave you <laughs> they gave you 30 minutes of free time. Nice. Just to get on, I mean, you had a pause button, you had everything displayed on like your screen. You just had to move your mouse around. So we tried doing that. We tried doing like little talk shows. He actually uh, he contacted me not long ago, and he was like, "Man, he's like your podcast is cool." He's like, "I like it." He was like, "You got to bring me, you know, your oldest nephew on." So Raymond, if you hear this, I'm gonna have you on at some point. We just got to figure out when because your schedule is all over the place. But I don't know what took me so long to actually do this because I had the idea over the summer. And I kept thinking, like, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. And, of course, like, other friends I got, you know, that work for, like, WJOB and stuff, they have their little things going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just made me want to do it more. I just don't want FCC regulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, we're going to take a little quick break, and uh, we'll be back with more Hash Time. Why leave anything on your front lawn, under your porch, on the side of the highway, where you can store all that stuff my way? Down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Storage. Now, I know y'all got stuff at your house that you don't need no more, you don't want. You know you ain't gonna use that printer. Why keep it all around your house? Bring it down here to my house. You ain't the Dukes of Hazard. You know you gonna use that ugly yellow luggage. You don't need all this crap. What you gonna do with this? This is not, what it, 
in my yard. I don't care. I'll store this motorcycle in that van for you for $10.99 a month. You got old tires. They charge you $3 for that old tire. You can rent a truck. You can store a car. They don't care. Bring it on down here. You ain't got to put that old tire for $3 for less than that. Hell, for you, for $3, they're going to charge you. I do it down here for a buck fifty down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Storage Facility. Now, friends, you may ask yourself, how in the hell can he store this stuff for such a cheap price? Put this in a box, mark it for you, put it away, seal it. The fact of the matter is, I'm pretty drunk right now, and store it. And this is a drunk discount sale down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Facility. You got an elephant, I got space. Send me smoke signals. You got weed and I'll store anything you want. Go ahead and give me a call or find me on them internets at www.jonesbigasstruckrentalandstorage.com. That's J-O-N-E-S, Big Ass Truck Rentals and Storage.com. This is a bus. You know how big a bus is? Good. Back. Jake, you good? Yeah, we're good, bro. All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, we're back uh, with Hash Time. I'm your host again, Mike Escamilla, with FAMO in today in the studio. Um, we're going to kind of change things up a little bit Uh-oh. here. So what are we going to do? Are we going to do this rap battle? I, yeah. I challenge you to rap battle early on in the episode here. I, I accept the challenge. So he accepts the challenge. So what are we going to do? We're going to do the rap battle first. Yeah, he's got some bars that he got to spit to us, and then you're going to drop, see what you got. You're going to see you spit that flame like you Luke King. Okay. Let's go ahead. Let's, you got uh, to channel your inner dialing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it. I'm yeah, when you're ready, man, play the beat. All right. Let's go. Yo, yo. I got four hustles, three daughters, two grinds, one son I'm dropping bars like it's my last time Treating these songs like it's my last rhymes I'm jumping in this game, I'm higher than Willie Nelson I'm laughing at you lames like the rip sleeve Nelson The only Sim Sim where the glove doesn't fit Where the ball doesn't stick and my hustle ain't slick I'm more than a one card trick or a one trick pony For those who don't know me, I'm far from phony I haven't listened to the station since 21-6 I'd rather go and jump off the Columbus Bridge than to sit Never listen to these whack ass kids The very last time I heard a classic No distant co, no distant Kendrick Everyone else can suck a dick there's females out here spitting harder While males are out here scrying over spilled water Shout out to Rhapsody and the whole jam squad So Council, Primo, Pete, Tim, Static, and Apollo They stay going hard, call this an ice mountain flow I got pure quality, a deadly flow With obscured quantities Inspired by one of the greats while admiring my pen game I'll have you by your 10 chains Let's take that back, I'll hang you by your 10 chains That you got off your 10 minutes of fame I'll treat you like a bitch, I've came and I'm gone No auto-tunes Y'all can't sing along I'm the opposite of what's making this game go wrong I'm the positive to the change I wanted for so long I've been a real one Stuck by my girl since day one So fake ones with your fake nose And your fake ass Will get a bunch of hell no's Call me dumb but I'm like Rockway I'ma ask is it real hun? Is it really real hun? I've been that one sound nigga They call me the next pun Cause I'm the dope fat round nigga Old head sneaking in like out of town liquor It's time I paint Oh let's take that back it's time I paint, I don't fuck around picture When I design a picture within all my scriptures Within all my listeners I go bar for bar, blow to blow like I'm smoking Joe Building up prisoner homes, that's no joke Now you ready for that smoke? 
Shout out Play Brothers. Famo. Okay. 219. Crab Ragoon. Crab Ragoon. AKA Shark Goblin. <laughs> AKA Shark Goblin. <laughs> AKA Earl Grey Black. AKA Cheese Hood. Cheese Hood. <laughs> AKA Fat Road Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fat Road Dog. Rolling from the Ogden streets, from the Hesville streets, the right. Coach's Corner. Alright, Michael. Here you go. You need the beat up? I am gonna need that beat up. <sighs> Uh, yo, my name is Mike. Hash time here in the studio with Famo and Leo sitting on the chair. Jake said, joke and smoke, but I'm gonna go up and toke this bowl before I spit the flow and hit the roll. And I gotta drop these rhymes so I can't go slow. If I mess up, screw it, because I'm gonna fuck it up anyway, because my rhymes is whack. My rhymes is whack? What do you mean that he's whack? Every time I see Jake, he looks like a big Jack Black. Coming at you, school of rock. But his hoodie looks like nothing but a big sock. <laughs> Sitting on the dock like a boat. I'm the goat. You don't wanna you don't wanna jolt like sticking a fork into an electric outlet. Uh shopping mall. Not that kind of outlet. Uh <laughs> see, nice. I fucking suck at him. <laughs> he said not that kind of outlet. <laughs> There we go. That wasn't bad. That wasn't too chubby. Shout out to uh, Cheesy Ragu over here. Cheesy Ragu, Cheese Hoodie, Shark Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> that was what's up. You know, that was dope. actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do it now for every every uh, interview. Yeah. Just every podcast. You know what is actually funny? Because when I first threw out like those first ones, Jake was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> threw me off guard. I was like, what? <laughs> he was on to something. The then, rap game needs me. Then uh, he pulled the plug out the outlet. I got to <laughs> brush up on these skills before I roll the kill. Got to find a way to pay my bills without some dirty money. Yo, I got me a couple honeys. Check out your show. I show up with seven of my ten hoes. <laughs> Everybody knows that my car sucks when it snows. Ooh. There you go. You almost killed it right there, bro. I did almost kill it. Drop the mic. Good. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Mic drop. I thought you were just going to fall over. Just stupid. That one went over his head. Fall right over the back. Oh, yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) Mic drops. Mic drops from the the fierceness of these rhymes. Waste my time. Fuck a beat. I'll go acapella. (laughs) He's from the Hammond Mile. Yeah, the Hammond Mile. The uh, 170th block. The 170th. <laughs> the 170th block. Now we got to make that documentary. So instead of like B Rabbit, I'm Shark Goblin. Shark Goblin. <laughs> nah, fucking cheesy regular, cheesy hoodie sounds funny. Cheese hood? Yeah. <laughs> Fat Road Dog? Fat Road Dog. <laughs> Fat Road Dog's a good one. I always like that. We uh we got the Fat Road Dog term. There's a clip that I seen. Uh, did you ever watch wrestling back in the day? Yeah, we say back in the day. There's like three back in the days now. Like Road Dog DX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Road Dog came back to wrestling and he's like gained a bunch of weight. Now I was showing him the video. I'm like, look at Fat Road Dog. And he was like, that's your new nickname. <laughs> Fat, Fat Road, Road Dog. <laughs> There's actually a funny story I could tell you about DX. So I was like in elementary school, third grade. I was hanging out with these kids. And at the time, I was a wrestler. I used to wrestle in, uh, in EC. And um, 
these kids are like, hey, man, you know, you're cool. I heard you could wrestle. You're strong and da 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 da. And, you know, you're bigger than most of us. And I was like, okay, cool. What's up, bro? You guys want to be friends? Da da da. And slowly, like, hey, we're hanging out at school. And they're like, hey, I need you to go take down that dude real quick. He's like, because he was talking shit to us. I was like, I got you. Went and whooped that kid's ass. And little did I know, I started becoming an enforcer. And long story short, we used to do the DX fucking suck it. And third grade, bro, I think about this shit to this day. They tried to expel me, tried to say I was a gang leader, bro. And I was going around starting gangs and beating kids up. I was like, yeah, I was beating kids up, but I really didn't know what I was doing. I was a fucking third grader. I was beating them up because they weren't down with DX. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't want to suck it. So I was like, what the fuck? No. Gave them the fucking around, pedigree at the fucking playground. <laughs> bro, I was straight fucking them up. I was double-legging them, dropping them in the cold concrete. and I mean, I wasn't putting kids in the hospital, but I was just putting some wrestling. You're roughing them up. Yeah. I'm walking around like, suck it. I'm third grade, bro. Never had that much. My son time. ever does that shit, I'm beating his ass. What, with a... Uh, yeah, telling well, people suck to suck it. Son. Yeah, we used to do it to teachers, bro. I didn't know any better. Man. Once again, I was in third grade. That was the last time I followed a crowd, bro. No bullshit. I think that this, shit almost got me expelled and got my ass beat by my dad. I think this one kid when I was in kindergarten or first grade, maybe. No, uh, when did I get turned on to wrestling? Second grade. No, first grade. He did the suck it sign. <laughs> and I remember his mom came to school. During lunch, and she yanked him up by his arm, and she beat him with the belt. What? Like right See, in front old of school, man. Yeah. Shout out to those old school moms that were able to beat their kids' ass in the middle of school and not have fucking CBS at their door the next day. C- CPS? Or CBS? CBS is broadcasting. No, CPS, <laughs> Child Protective Services. Yeah, CPS. That's you said, said CBS the first no, time. No, I said CPS. Oh, maybe it's the base on this that made the P sound like a B. There you go. CPS. CPS. <laughs> um... Did you see that uh that one video that was just out about like the lady who did that to her son at school? No, I have not. People got pissed off. They're like, "That's child abuse." Man, motherfuckers nowadays so soft. Uh, everybody's afraid to see a little bit of blood. Everybody's afraid to see a little wound, a little flesh wound. That's why these kids act the way they do. I mean, I don't want to get off on a tangent on this, but no, 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 no. It's fucking not. true, bro. It's these kids need an ass whooping. That's why they're doing the shit they do. That's why they're shooting up schools. That's why they're doing that. Talking about, oh, they have self-esteem issues. Get the fuck out of here. They just never got their ass beat. Exactly. I used to get my ass beat. Um, mostly by my mom, because I was always too scared <laughs> to get my ass beat by my dad. <laughs> nah, my pops caught me a couple of times. I remember one time he tried to snatch me up by the ear, and I tried to run. I swear to God to you, I thought I heard my car delivery drip. Because he didn't let go. He was like, oh, motherfucker, you think you're going to run? And yeah. I don't think I got yanked by the ear as a kid. Uh, but I was a badass little kid Not gonna lie I was a badass little kid Me and my mom Always had this like Deal worked out Where she would never Tell my dad Like the things I did Cause you know she as long knows, as you faced her yeah. yeah As long as I faced Like her and her music <laughs> Then I'd be good She caught me Ditching school one time On a half day Which is kinda dumb To ditch school On a half day <laughs> I, I did the same thing Don't worry But uh She dropped me off In the front She knew something was up When she dropped me off And she was like you're not going to walk to school. Because I was just going to walk and just go to my friend's house who lived uh, by the Columbia Center. Right down in Columbia? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Columbia and Columbia. Columbia now over there at Roxana, yeah. Huh? That one, right? The one in Roxana? No, the one in Hammond. If you take Columbia, you shoot straight down to 173rd. It's all those project housings. I had a buddy who lived on Chestnut. And oh, yeah, because he wants to go to Roxana Center. Duh, my dumb ass. So, uh... The mess. The, uh... The way it worked, and it was all planned out like the uh, day before. 
It's going to walk to school, quote unquote, walk to school. It's going to take a 173rd and then turn on Chestnut and then just get over to his house and just hang out there. Okay. So I kept telling her like, yeah, I'm just going to walk. I'm just going to walk. I'm just going to walk. She's like, no, 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 no. So finally she drops me off in the front. I walk in the front and I walk right out the back door <laughs> and I go right through the back parking lot and I get over to an alleyway. I get that alleyway and I'm like, okay, I can go to 175th, shoot it straight down to Chestnut. I'll be fine. As soon as I got to White Oak and 175th, I hear beep, 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 beep. Here's my ma in like her nineteen, in like her nineteen ninety seven Grand Am. She she caught you. Ass. She knew <laughs> rolling it, bro. She was right rolling the block, me. bro. She was rolling the block. She was waiting for something. Damn. And uh, she told me she was like, "I'm gonna walk you inside of school." Now, also too, I did get suspended. Oh. But, but they didn't call my parents, which I was like, I got this planned out. I was trying to you know stay one step ahead of the game. So finally, when she said, "I'm I'm gonna walk you inside the school. I'm gonna walk you to your class." I was like, Mom, I'm suspended. <laughs> and she drove right home. And I remember she yanked me up on my arm and she went whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. That was she it. She hit Chancla or she get you the, the, the belt? The belt. Okay, okay. I remember watching her take off this like old school Wrangler belt. She <laughs> <laughs> said Wrangler. It, it was this thick ass leather. And yeah, she, she went to work on me. Nah, that. fuck that. My parents had uh, anything they can grab. It was either Hot Wheels track. <coughs> It was uh, this plastic fucking, bro, everybody feared this dragon. We had this like rubber plastic dragon, bro, that had spikes on it. So if you got hit a certain way, the spikes got your ass. Um, they had that, and then they had uh, probably a fucking, uh, not extension cord, but like a, yeah, I guess you could say like a extension cord, like a small extension cord. That, but you you knew your limits. You didn't, you didn't push those limits. You got those limits, it, that's your fault. My parents weren't... Uh, Aggressive about it, they're just like, All right, dude, we're gonna give you two strikes. Second strike, you fucked up. Just let you know that. <laughs> fucked up. I'm, but, I'm uh, good on that. Back to your plan. What's funny is, man, when you're a kid and you do shit like that and you think you got it all planned out, you never have a fucking backup plan. No. Nope. You think it's gonna go so perfect that you don't have a backup plan. So if it doesn't, you're like, Fuck. I guess this is a growing pains, right? I had no intention to have a backup plan. <laughs> I had one plan and one plan only, and that's what I was sticking with. To fully, like, um, make that, you know, my getaway escape from the school. Because I knew if I was going to get caught in school, I was going to fucking get in trouble. Yeah. And that's what I did not want to happen one bit. So, but hey, uh, yeah, we, we kind of did venture off a little bit. That's ah, all right, man. Nothing got, too bad. <laughs> gave you guys a little personal shit. Um, but kind of get back to some things here. You said uh, something about a release party. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to keep that in the wraps. I'm thinking of doing a listening party, not a release party. I want to do a listening party. Um, I'll invite as many people I can, try to get like 25 to 30 people, 25, 30 minimum. Uh, more people, obviously, the better. But uh, I got many surprises for you guys if it goes down the way it's supposed to. You know, not every day is promised. Not everything's guaranteed. So um, just be on the lookout for that. I'm going to let everybody know. And at least in some time in advance, and I hope everybody can make it out. So it's always good. I'm gonna try to make it to that. Oh, you better, you better. I, I want to check you in that fucking out. Fucking front row, right there, with a famo sign. You were just Screaming talking like about signs. We were just talking about see, signs see? the other day. Destiny, bro. Destiny. Fate. You know how like uh, famo sign. I want you screaming like a girl too. Like woo, famo. All the famo. live wrestling events, you know, the people yeah. in the crowd always have those signs. Yeah, I should just have one. Just put a big old famo. <laughs> You're like, Fama was on my podcast and put like a link at the bottom. Exactly. That would be cool. He was our first podcast. Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do 
Second rapper we've actually had on. Yeah. We had uh we had B Hype on before. He raps with Twista. Oh yeah. Have you heard the song yeah. Emotions? Yeah. Okay, so he's that guy. He's like, it's B Hype, the verbal tantrum. Kicking it with my man Twista. We had him on here. Oh, was that, that he dope? Yeah. Cool he, as fuck. Uh, Dude, he was like the chillest. Like, I was expecting, like, you know, he was going to come with like release forms and like want us to like pay him and stuff like that. Uh, he was yeah. cool, man. Like, what was you doing? He asked you to pay him. Like, hey, I'm expecting a paycheck. <laughs> I don't I'm know just how curious. to respond to that, honestly. I'd be like, like, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. I'm like, we can uh, like invoice something for like 30 days. <laughs> or He's like, the way like my that. bank account works is I have a savings, I have a checkings. So no, happened, no Kevin Hart. <laughs> no, yeah, no Kevin Hart. <coughs> the way my checking account set up. Um, that's kind of like what I like about like booking people, whether if it's like local talent or like somebody like Beehive, who's like literally been like all over the fucking world. Like talent's talent. Oh, man. so you're saying I ain't shit? That's what you're saying, huh? Like I'm glad I got this cheap motherfucker. He ain't no, <laughs> he ain't nobody. He's no, not no. gonna do anything. If you want to think <laughs> of it that way, that's on you, my man. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. But um. I just like it because it, it's the aspect of almost thinking of like this is like promoting people. That's yeah, what no, I appreciate it. it. It's a, um, it's a podcast I can do. It's a way to get my name out there. Like they said, no, no uh, such thing as bad publicity. Never. Yeah. I mean, you get on, you do your thing. I mean, we've been averaging. Don't you say we average out views on an episode? Like two hundred. Yeah, and that's just and in a couple. And those people just, might not even know me. Now, two hundred more people might know me. Two hundred yeah. people of them, they know. That's just in a couple days for us on average. Exactly, exactly. Two, three days. So that's not bad. That averages out 75 plus views a day. Yeah, man. As I said, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited for anybody who wants to invite me. I'm always open for anything. Just just give me a notice. Because the other thing, too, is when I do have people on talent, I always think to my back of my head, I'm going to have them on again, but later on. Yeah. I want to get other bookings in. No, I got you. Yeah, you want to spread that shit out. You want to recycle it and overuse it. Have people just come back. Whoa, what was that from? <laughs> is that a technical difficulty? <laughs> Did I say that right? Technical difficulty. Yeah, you said tactical. Tactical difficulty. <laughs> that's like that. Uh, that's is like that, that a video. testicle difficulty? <laughs> testicle difficulty. Erectile dysfunction <laughs> is now called a testicle difficulty. I bet. That shit is definitely difficulty. I'm glad I don't uh, have that. <laughs> so he has something set up. My little producer. My little producer. <laughs> my little producer. My little producer. Instead of My Little Pony. Yeah, something, something going over there on the uh, the audio phone that connects to the Bluetooth on this soundboard. What do we got going on? I'm changing there? that shit right now. Hold on. No, give me one second. Maybe. Oh, yeah. We're going to definitely do a freestyle. You're going to drop a freestyle? Yeah, I'll drop a freestyle. Man, I was hoping these people wanted to hear me drop some more freestyles. They want to hear you drop that nitrogen, that freeze. Drop that nitrogen. That freeze and then just stop because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Eventually, someday, because now now I realize today in this episode that the rap game needs me. Definitely, I'm gonna definitely. do a, I'm gonna do a big collab with Jake. I mean with Famo. <laughs> uh, shit, <laughs> nah, you eh, good, bro. Don't get no it. one knows the last name. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna do a big drop like that. I'm gonna okay. start being featured. I'm gonna like do work with like Drake. Um, He's gonna be like Gucci man. Hey hey, okay. Gorilla Zoe. Gorilla Zoe. Oh my God. Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher. Bone. <laughs> Bump in the trunk. I want to get featured with like Fat Joe. Be Fat Joe and Fat Road Dog. <laughs> that motherfucker is not fat. Anybody seen him lately? 
He's fat away. Joe is not fat no more. That nigga's just Joe. He transformed to Pitbull. <laughs> he does oh, like Pitbull. <laughs> Hell I no. didn't think about that. Yeah, he he did. does. You didn't see him on like Rhythm, Rhythm and Flow? Uh-uh. Oh, man, he was roasting these rappers. So Rhythm and Flow is a contest. Uh, don't mean to promote those motherfuckers, <laughs> but uh, it's a contest on uh, on Netflix. They get a bunch of artists from three different cities, and they try to make them, try to find the next rap star. And uh, she goes to New York. Cardi B goes to New York and invites Jada Kiss, Fat Joe, and her. And they get a bunch of kids, you know, trying out. And Fat Joe's like, that motherfucker, garbage. He's, I can't believe he rapped like straight. Probably broke that motherfucker's feelings bad. Broke his heart. That probably do cut his wrist the next night, I guarantee you. Can you imagine that? Yeah. You like... You get booked for something, you're like, wow, like this is it. I'm going to blow up. Like This might be good for me just to get destroyed by Fat Joe. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Shout out to Fat Joe. Fat Joe's been in the game for a minute. Um, when he comes out with music, it's most of the time a banger. Like Everybody still sings uh, Lean Back. Everybody knows Lean Back. That's a Lean Back is thing. a good one. Especially when he invited Eminem on that bitch. That shit was dope. When he did the remix. If I can make a comment. Uh, you know what's funny? We um, before you walked in, me and Mike gave 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 like a you kind of you remind me remind us kind of like big pun. Bro, you're like the thirtieth person that yeah, said I know, that. But you you made that big pun reference in yeah. freestyle, so that's why I was like, what? Like, yeah, bro, that shit was uh, my boy. I took a picture. Uh, shout out to my boy uh, Levante. He actually did some photo shoots for me. Um, I posted it on my Instagram. He's like, bro, why you look like big pun in that photo? So if you go to my my Instagram at famo two one nine. You'll see the exact photo I I fucking I'm talking about. I took it right in front of an old house I used to live in on uh on Elm Street. I think it's 138th on Elm by the Boys and Girls Club. Is Cost that where nightmares church. happen? Nightmares. Oh, you're dumbass. <laughs> you're dumbass. <laughs> um, but nah, yeah, yeah, I used to live in that house. That's a house I actually remember for a long time. But I took a picture in front of it because I wanted to give part of my history behind me. But uh, yeah, I don't want to ramble on, man. But uh, if you ready to kick that beat? Let me know. Yeah, let's go ahead and drop that beat. Just let y'all know this is a freestyle. None of this is written. No phone in my hand. Uh, shout out to Apollo Brown. I heard this beat on my way here. Um, and it's, it's dope as fuck. If you can, man, turn me up. Yo, yo. Check. Yo. Before I start spitting, I'd like to shout out Razcast, man, he murdered his beat, man, he put this in the casket and I told y'all this is what I do, I'm off the top, I've been feeling it, I'm over here repping my block, I've been doing it since the top days, I mean since the bottom days, I've been on the ground and I'm looking up, I'm praying to the gods every day, they don't understand, they feel my pain, I told y'all cats, this is what I do since back in the day, since I was 1-8, what I mean by that is 18, niggas don't understand, they looking at me like I'm not in the MC, I I've been a dope lyricist with dope interests Niggas don't understand, man, I've always been so vigorous But every time I came off the top, I kept it real I told y'all, man, I'm spitting facts while y'all spitting fiction I got y'all addicted like this shit was a prescription Going under the table while y'all whack cats over there telling fables But not enabled to tell me nothing I told y'all I'm connected like the cord for your cable They don't understand, this is what I do I'm about to keep my sable Mommy, this is what I do, niggas broke like a mercury sable 
uh, now I'm still going with the ones and twos This is a combination that's so deadly for you fools I ain't over here rocking jewels, I ain't doing that I told ya I was old school, I'm a dope aristocrat As a matter of fact, I've been doing it, I've been doing it for so long Niggas looking at me like you straight boom bap Yeah I am, so what? I came out the gutter I told y'all niggas are softer than melted butter Niggas don't understand, this is what I do I'm that reaper flow, niggas under the covers They don't understand, too busy losing rubbers That's why you got the virus, that's why I've been so ill But niggas want HIV, man, y'all niggas need to chill I told y'all this is what I do, I rep the streets of EC 219 to the day I die, this is what I do Niggas don't understand, cause I'm allergic to the bullshit Like hot chew, there's a cat going bananas But it is okay, man, I never once said I carried hammers I've always been the one that went bonanzas, no brothers Uh, shit Yo, shout out to y'all, man, for letting me do this freestyle Once again, that was uh, off the dome, freestyle I really felt that one That was good. I like that. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I can tell, like, this is something that you're passionate about. It is, man, because I got to... I don't half-ass anything. If I'm in it, I'm all the way in it, 110%. I feel like, essentially, anybody could be a rapper, but not everybody can call themselves one unless they know how to freestyle. Yeah, it's true, man. It's a, it's a dying craft. Nobody nobody respects the game no more, man. Like, I've, I really went into my roots on this one. I went to the Drew's crew. I went to Big Daddy Kane. I went into LL Cool J, and I understood what made them great, and I'm taking bits and pieces from that, and I'm making it's still me. I'm making it genuine. That's awesome. That's what I like. That that soul, man. That, yeah. that passion. Two and Nines never really had anything like that. If there is, sorry, I just never heard it, cause uh, people people don't want that no more. But I don't give a fuck. I'm still giving it to them. I'm still gonna do what I want to do. Wow, I. That, like, kind of touched me, man. <laughs> Not to, like, sound, like, weird about that, but, you know. No, no, I know what you mean, man. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean it, man. I'm putting everything into this. I This is my... Not a hobby. This is my craft. This is could be my fucking future. I'm sick of the 9-to-5s at work. Sick of making ends meet. I'm sick of being just okay. I want to be better than okay. I want to be able to wake up every night and not have to worry about bills. Like, you know, I want to wake up and, like, yo, man... My bills are paid. I still got money left over. I still could do this. I can still help other people. I'm not here just to collect all the globe, but I want to help my community too. See, and like one of the things is like you said, you're like tired of like that whole nine to five thing. I was in that same boat. I literally dropped everything to pursue this. That's like a big sacrifice to me. I know a lot of people are like, hey, you're a fucking dumbass. You nah, man, I respect money. that. People don't realize what it takes to take a leap of faith. That's what that is. That's a leap of faith because you're literally. Trying something new in a whole nother world. And yeah. I respect people like you guys that do that. Yeah. Artists too around here that do that. Because you know what I mean? It's it's not easy. So it's easy. Everybody fucking be doing it. Everybody be a billionaire. Not everybody's a billionaire. Exactly. And I don't want to be a billionaire or a millionaire. I want to be comfortable. <laughs> but I, I, I can be comfortable off of something, you know, that would be decent. But I wanted to just devote my time to this. Because um, even when I was working, the only thing that would constantly be in my mind... What am I going to do an episode about? Like, that was always in my thing. And I would just always think about that at work. And finally, just one day, I went to my boss. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put in my two-week notice. So I did it. <laughs> he kind of hated me because he's like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I started this podcast, and I want to pursue this a lot. I mean, I, I, I still have things that will keep me busy. 
but it still allows me to have more of an open schedule to come here do this. I mean, I'm, I'm here like every day with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just, I mean, we got skits that we've been kind of working on, um, ideas, you know, for future episodes. Uh, booking. Booking is actually, that takes up like 70% of it. Oh, yeah, man, you got to plan for the future. Uh, you can't really just jump at it without actually having an idea what you're going to do. Exactly. So I like, you know, like once I can confirm somebody who's going to be on the show, I'll, you know, I mean, you see me, I got my little pad here. Um, I just go by what they do and just jot down questions I want to ask them. Uh, first, when I first did this, though, like I just kind of just freestyled it. Yeah, you heard that. Freestyle <laughs> it. Freestyle my way through it just to uh, kind of get a taste to make sure. But there's just... There's a lot of positivity. I, I get a lot of positive feedback, I think, from a lot of people. Like, oh, you're actually doing this? Like, that's fucking cool. Like, Yeah, feed off of it, bro. Feed off of it because that's what I do. Emma gives positive feedback. I appreciate it. I feed off of it. Even if you give me negative, I, I'm not that person that can't take uh, critique. Um, exactly. If you can't take critique, then you're in the wrong business. Yep. Because you're, the critique is only going to make you better. It's not just the positive. The positive is going to fuel you. The critique is going to shape you. I need to write that down, actually. The <laughs> positive. No, nope, I'm padding that shit. Can't do it. No, the positive kidding. is going to fuel you. The critique is going to make you. Shape you. Shape you. I like that. Let me let me jot that down. <laughs> if uh, We only got a couple minutes left, so if you just want to just go on, oh, hold on, talk about. Mike's got to do his freestyle. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to hear that freestyle, bro. <laughs> you got to hear that freestyle. Hey, Spit I'd... that nitrogen. <laughs> Spit that cold nitrogen. Spit that nitrogen. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to go over a little bit of time. Wow, my second appearance on something where I'm putting putting all this music out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm passionate about my rapping, man. Do it for the closets. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it for everybody. <laughs> there you go. You know what? I'm gonna dedicate this. You want to home and dedicate this too? My mom who beat my ass on <laughs> White Oak Street. I'm gonna dedicate this to Tupac. Oh. oh I'm gonna you better suck come it with anyway. that fire, bro. You better come <laughs> with that fire. Are you ready? No. I mean, <laughs> might as well just let it drop. I'm not gonna waste up time. He's like, this is for Janet Jackson. <laughs> this is for Janet. Jackson. This is for Michael Jackson. It's for that poetic justice. Oh, turn me up a little bit. Uh, Dave Chappelle over here. Yo, uh, one, two, one, two. Famo just said, Dave Chappelle over here, what the hell is going on? All I want to do is drink a beer. I ain't got no fear. I'm spitting these rhymes. I'm wasting my time. I'm doing everything by the book because we got some regulations on things I can say. But I don't know because I be smoking a lot of hay. Catch me out in the block. <laughs> Catch me on the block. Wasting that Glock. Pull up with my cock. What? <laughs> nope. Not that, a rooster, cause I like a booster, an adrenaline rush, like a push of something, I don't know. 
that goes gush and flush I'm gonna keep it going, now let's put it in a tush That's what I told her, it was nice and tight, it was nice and ripe Treated like a fruit, and I make that shit nice Even though I'm going with the beans and rice off the side It's okay man, I would always respect my pride Now understand, I'm putting up a fight They're like shake man, I mean family man Why you say understand so much, because it's a reset button that's in my mind I feel it so live It's okay when I pushed it to the grind When you're pushing it to the left Now you're pushing it to the right I just did it backwards But I'm still taking flight Man I told y'all I'm feeling blessed Looking at the lights Which y'all niggas don't understand I'm just fighting for my rights I'm looking like it's an NAACP That's a lot of syllables But I'm still making it great to me How you like that When I do my wizardry With my lyrics man I just do a joke every time Spiritually Now let's ride the beat Let's ride the beat Let's be something dope Let's be something monstrosity Mike E over here Kicking it off beat But it's okay Cause I respect him With the things he do He's just chasing his dreams He's just doing his thing With his tight ass jeans But it doesn't make sense to me But it's okay But I'm still doing it Off the top Like a toupee I just told you I'm giving you something free Like T-Mobile Tuesdays I like that Well Famo Gonna properly because I because I know we're actually getting this on video. That's actually pretty cool. Properly reach out, shake your hand. Hey, thanks for coming out, man. Nah, I really man, appreciate I it. Appreciate you guys having me. Um, everybody, once again, if you want to follow me, I'm at uh, Instagram at famo 219 and I'm also on uh, Twitter at famo 219 But be on the lookout for Ileana. That is the title of my album. I'm giving you guys that little sneak peek. That's I L L I A N A. Shout out to everybody for the two one nine. Um, hear from me soon. Peace. Really quick. Oh, what up? Is there anything you want to say to any up-and-coming artists, people that are trying to, you know, do something with themselves, whether it's rock, rap, podcasting, any source of, you know, inspiration or advice? Um, no such thing as overnight success. Literally, no such thing. Um, do not be afraid to grind. When you're low, you're low. When you're high, you're high. Just find a way in the middle. I like that. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with another one on some uh, some more hash time. One.